Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Before I Go podcast. As you know, we are celebrating Love Month at the podcast, and every Tuesday, I've been exploring love during a different decade of my life. Last week, we looked at my 40s and how I started to learn to love myself first, and today we are looking at the present day, my 50s. We are at the end of Love Month, and reliving these decades was not as easy as I thought it would be when I first came up with the idea. And if you've hung with me this far, then a huge thank you to you. As I look back, however, I'm wondering if my journey was that much different than anyone else's. I mean, does anyone really know everything about love in their 20s? I don't know. I know women who were born to be wives and marry at an early age and stay married. They grow and change with their partners and through it all, the commitment remains. The love may change over the years, but the commitment remains. I started out as naive and not knowing what I wanted, so I subsequently accepted whatever showed up at my doorstep. Even if what showed up was dishonest or had conflicting values or was emotionally abusive. Then I turned into this angry, bitter, mean woman who used strength as a mechanism to hide all that hurt. Then I went into this period of rediscovery until I was ready to invite love back in. And that brings us to today. After seven years of solitude, I felt like I was ready to get back, back in the game. It took a while. I had to swing and miss a few times before it felt right though. I am so very grateful for those seven years because I discovered exactly what I wanted. And more importantly, I discovered exactly what I did not want. So when what I did not want showed up, I recognized it immediately and said, no, thank you. When I did meet what felt like the right one, I'd like to say that it was all smooth sailing, but it wasn't. I've mentioned before that Unaddressed issues do not just magically disappear. They need to be confronted and resolved. Otherwise, they will manifest in other ways. And when those issues began to show themselves in a recent relationship, I had to make a decision. Was I going to fall back into old habits or was I going to deal with what was really going on? I decided that I had to deal with the issues once and for all. I refuse to allow these self-sabotaging cycles to repeat themselves, and that is when I started going to therapy. Therapy helped me to understand so much about myself, things that stemmed from my childhood, and because I didn't know how to articulate these things, they showed up in negative ways in my relationships. Between my seven years of solitude and my year of therapy, I can truly say that I know and love myself more than I ever have. I'll always be a work in progress and will continue to reevaluate, communicate, and grow. Love is not for the weak. It is not a fairy tale. Love is what you make it. Love is a decision. Love is an action. 
Love for another person cannot exist if you don't first love yourself. I know that in my 20s, 30s, and part of my, and part of my 40s, I absolutely did not love myself. I thought I was fundamentally flawed and couldn't love myself and couldn't understand or accept that anyone else would love me either. So part of me was suspicious of these people who claimed to love me. I mean, how could they? And it wasn't until I learned to love and accept me for me that I could admit that that was enough. I am enough. Whether I have a partner or not, I am enough. And it may be cliche, but once I stopped looking for love, it showed up. But not in the way that you may think. You see, I and maybe you have been conditioned to believe that love can only exist when it is shared with another person. Love in the romantic sense. Don't get me wrong, I love love. The sweaty palms, the butterflies in the stomach, the long talks, the joy of discovering new things about a potential mate. All those things are awesome. But are they love? Maybe it is. The jury is still out. I've fallen in and out of love so many times that for me, there has been more disappointment than anything. I read a quote somewhere that said, high expectations breed despair. I put a lot of pressure on potential mates to fulfill me in ways that may have been unrealistic. Or maybe not. Because I have learned to love myself, I know that my needs are valid. And I would rather be happy and fulfilled alone than settle for anything less than what I really want. Love means openness. Love means honesty. Love means vulnerability. Love means safety. Love means listening. Love means not taking your partner for granted. If these things aren't present, then I'm just not interested. It took me a while to figure things out and that's okay. Everything happens for a reason and when I look back, I can honestly say that I have no regrets. Even the most painful decades had a purpose. Well, that is all I have for today. And this concludes Love Month and the Love Through the Decades series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And I hope that you share it with someone that you love. Thank you so very much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Finish each day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. You shall begin it serenely and with too high a spirit to be encumbered with your old nonsense. I'll see you next time.